0: Pop yourself a beer or a cold libation Let me tell you how I wrote this little theme I went and took a call from brother Jason And he tells me that he has a little dream He says he needs a backwards intro to begin his podcast And I ask him what you got He said I'll start off with some talking And some mood clips and popcorn fighting Fantasy explorations and some groundless exploitation Kickstarts that I'm watching and some blind unboxing, Full month or a movie marathon Sometimes I let the box go on contest and the push You know it's all about games That's a slogan. let's just start with the name It's the nerd.
1: Variety
0: podcast. With the other Jason.
2: I'm a clarinet player in
3: 1973. I go into the hospital for a lousy operation. I wake up 200 years later and I'm Flash Gordon.
0: Welcome back to Nerds RPG Variety Cast. I'm your host, Jason. Today is the award show for last month's contest where we asked people to effectively do a time capsule. The idea was they're part of the Morrow Project. It's 1985, the end of 85. They're being frozen cryogenically to save the world after a nuclear holocaust to come back and rebuild the world. And while the project provides all the equipment and all that kind of stuff for entertainment, since everybody's a little different, they've been given the chance to bring their own entertainment. So they can pick three to five books and movies and games and, you know, music that they want to have with them. So that's kind of the contest. We've got 10 entries. Oh, wait, no, we have 11 entries because my co-host has an entry. Today, joining me to go through these entries is Carl Rodriguez, the gemologist presents. How are you doing, Carl?
4: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. I always enjoy recording with you. And I'm really interested to hear what you picked for your entries.
4: Um, I am going to do that first then.
0: Yes, because so Carl's not her. So in all fairness, Carl's wife has caught an entry in. he very well may have heard her entry. I don't know, but he hasn't heard any of the other entries yet. So he's going into this blind, which is why I want him to read his list first, because he hasn't heard the other ones. So, Carl, I'll turn it over to you. Okay,
4: I guess I'm gonna just give in my entries. So, we were we were tasked to pick um, albums, books, games, and movies that we would take onto the Morrow Project. So, albums. It's gonna be heavy metal and hard rock, as you know. I am a metalhead through and through. I have metal parts in me. I bleed lead. Um, So the albums I would pick would be Judas Priest, Screaming for Vengeance, Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast, Black Sabbath, Live Evil. See, I was debating on this one because what I would pick Black Sabbath or Ronnie James Dio, but then I found Black Sabbath Live Evil came out in 1981 and you got it all. Sung by Ronnie James Dio, who controversially is a better singer, I think, than Ozzy Osbourne for Black Sabbath stuff. I think Tony, Tony Iommi agrees. Um, but he won't tell Ozzy to his face.
0: Th- that so is then, uh, a controversial subject. Maybe that's something we'll uh, we- we'd said no tangents, but maybe that is a, a, maybe that's a, either a future contest or at least something listeners can call in. Who do you prefer is right. the lead of Black Sabbath, Ozzy or Dio? That's a great topic. But but let's pick oh, maybe, up. A
4: hol- maybe a maybe a Halloween
0: themed Maybe so. So we'll pick that up in a, in a future episode, folks. If you have thoughts on that, feel free to call in. But now, now we'll get back to Carl's list. Yeah. Sorry about that. The last
4: album, Rush, Moving Pictures, the seminal album from Rush. I was debating between that and Subdivisions, which came out a couple of years later. But Rush, Moving Pictures, is their to me their quintessential modern album. Rush has an extensive back catalog. I mean, hell, as a hell as a as a uh, Honorable mention for that, you should throw in 2112. That's probably what the verse looks like in the Morrow Project, <laughs> which would be interesting. Uh, so 2112, if you don't know, it's um, it's like a poem, epic poem saga written by Neil Peart, the drummer of Rush. And it talks about uh, this guy finds a guitar in a post-apocalyptic society. And the people who rule the the world are um, against that kind of cool stuff because they hate they hate music and happiness. All right. I guess that's the moral of it. So uh, let's go to so books. Books is also a, a little tougher. Um, I picked some classic sci-fi books, Dune by Frank Herbert from '65, and then even earlier, the Foundation trilogy, because I think that would also be pertinent to developing the Morrow project. Read about the Foundation, hunt down those those uh, those psychics from the Second Foundation. You know, I think that would be a task for the Morrow project people. Um, so Foundation, even though I know, of course it's in the you know '50s, right? Um, I would say, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people will say this Lord of the Rings, Hobbit, uh, type of stuff, um, for sure. I'm sure I'll get a lot of overlap with that, but that's, cla- you know, that's a, the best. I would say one of the best fantasy novels of um, or sagas of the 20th century. Uh, and then I put I picked two that were more contemporary, and that was uh, Neuromancer, the first, um, by William Gibson, the first sort of cyberpunk genre uh, one, and then Handmaid's Tale. Which was actually written in 1985 by Margaret Atwood, and just as a cautionary tale. And hopefully, you Morrow project people will hunt down those those assholes from Gilead. That's my public. That's my uh political uh thing for for the day. Sorry, sorry there. Uh... <laughs> sorry. Anyway, *Handmaid's Tale* is actually a fantastic book. It's very it's very uniquely written from the point of view of one of the characters, first person um type of of, of novel and very interesting st- structure all right games i'm doing this in alphabetical order games dnd i would pick the mold Bay. i'm sure people pick homes or others but dnd mold Bay, that's what i started with i would say traveler 1977 mark miller or you can even use the 1981 uh version if you want to play in the third imperium but you could even get you could play the 1977 version with all its flaws and foibles that make it fun i would say star frontiers so I played Star Frontiers when I was a kid and I love that science fiction game. And it's less, I would say less serious in my opinion than Traveler. Um Boot Hill, because we need a Western game. Um and I think Boot Hill Second was out by then. We could use yep. that one. Yep. Yeah. And then and then Call of Cthulhu came out in 81. Um, mm-hmm. so we could uh, we could bring that along to you for your for your horror. And probably the old ones have returned in the Morrow Project first. So you, you need to be able to learn how to fight them or run away at least. And then finally, movies. Movies, uh, the first one I picked oddly, uh, was Back to the Future. And I, I had to fact check myself. It did come out in 1985. So Back to the Future would be kind of a cool iron ironic movie for all of us. Morrow Project ears to rock Project ears to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I did pick um Star Wars Empire Strikes Backs that had just come out. So that's my favorite, because um I'm a um, maybe sometimes I'm, I'm an imperial, an imperial apologist, all those poor workers that died on the Death Star because of uh, evil Luke Skywalker. Uh, and then Raiders of the Lost Ark, I think, uh, although I guess that's kind of some overlap. But Raiders of the Lost Ark, great movie. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there's some some movies that won Oscars around that time that I don't really give a shit about, truth be told. I was going to pick Aliens, but that's too too late. But so mm-hmm. the Alien might be a good um, honorable mention for me. I think that's it.
0: Okay, great, great entries. And let's get on to see what our other entries are, what what we're called into me. So the first one we have up is gonna be from one of the Joes. Let's see which Joe it is. This Joe is Joe Jungers, who you can find on Carl's Discord channel, who is guest hosted on Carl's The Gemologist Presents podcast before. And Joe has sent it to me by Discord message. So I'm just going to read Joe's entries. And Carl, we can talk about them. I'll, I'll read a section and then we can comment on that section. Yeah, that's probably good. Okay, so first we have albums. Bruce Springsteen, Born to Run, Dire Straits, Brother in, Brothers in Arms, Jackson Brown, Running on Empty, Van Halen, Jump, and Jeff Wayne, War of the Worlds. All great entries. I'm really glad to see War of the Worlds on there because that's an amazing album.
4: Yeah, that's a good surprise entry, and I'm glad, that's kind of neat that he had it on there. It could also be, you know, help that you, just in case there's an alien invasion. Then you know, the more Project people know how to deal with the alien invasion. Just sing a lot of Ulas, and it'll mm-hmm. be fun, right? Uh, I don't know. I did not know Joe's taste in music before this. I think the only ones that I would like would be, uh, um, although I do like Bruce, some Bruce Springsteen songs here and there. Um, I have no idea who really Joe Jackson is. I do like some Dire Straits songs and uh, Jump, of course, Van Halen. But Jump wouldn't be my Van Halen album, of choice. Van Halen. Van Halen would be or Diver Down.
0: You, you're not familiar with Jackson Brown?
4: Uh, maybe a, some like uh, that video they'd always play on MTV.
0: We're running on Empty, Mr. Bojangles, Fishing in the Dark, no. Doctor My Eyes, Stay, Catfish John, no. some of the albums. No, that sounds familiar. Mm, Not really. Not really. It's like. Yeah, it's not hard enough for you. am greatest
4: hits radio. I don't.
0: Sorry. Yeah. Okay. so let's move on to his pick for books. We have The Man Who Never Missed by Steve Perry. The Name of the Rose by Umberto Eco. Ring World by Larry Neven. Tunnel in the Sky by Robert Heinlein and the U.S. Army Ranger Handbook. Again, excellent picks. Any any thoughts on those?
4: I think it's funny you picked the U.S. Army Ranger Handbook, especially after listening to you, you and uh, Anthony uh, talk about the Mara project and how most of the, most of their appendix and is all handbooks, uh, which yep. is kind of funny. That that's pretty cool. I bring World's Classic. Uh, I've never read Tunnel in the Sky, surprisingly, and I'm not familiar. I'm familiar with Name of the Rose, seen the movie, uh, read the book i'm not I, this first book i have no idea the man the
0: the man who never missed by steve Yeah, I don't,
4: I don't even know what genre that is but
0: well, I've never well there you go that. so it's go do your research
4: okay yeah cool man who never missed and tunnel in the sky i like heinlein a, a lot um
0: i would yeah, Heinlein's heinlein's suspect- interesting cat and and he did some really great of course that's where sci-fi so people get angry at him sometimes but you know, speculative fiction, sci-fi, is supposed to be commenting and, and giving ideas and commenting on the current condition using right, right. using the science fiction genre. To be able to talk about these issues. And, and and Heinlein's books, whether you like them or not, they're definitely thought provoking, right? Right. So, yes. really great stuff. Uh, for games, we have the Arguing Grimoire, Bushido, Champions, RuneQuest, and Tecamel Swords and Glory. Again, great entries. I'm glad to see Arduin on here. Uh Arduin at that this point, I don't know if he's published the full game system uh Dave Hargrave had. Or so Arduin came out as a, like a supplement to d effectively, like a, a bunch of house rules. But I love Arduin. I, that's one of the in fact, probably the priciest D&D things I have are a set of the 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 original Arduin trilogy. I've got mm. you know books from back in the day. And they're but yeah, great stuff. Uh, Bishido is a great game. Champions, you you know, that's Hero System. You've got a yeah, lot Hero of... Hero System. That.
4: <clears throat> yeah, it would be an earlier Champions version than the I think the one that most people play is that people think is the best. It's 5th edition revised. Mm-hmm. Although, I've heard people say 4th is better because they didn't do a lot of odd things like they did in the 5th, but... Um, yeah, Champions has suffered, unfortunately, from like Edition Wars, especially the latest one. But the earlier versions of Champions, are, it's great. It's a great superhero game. Um, it's always a, I mean, you could spend hours and hours, and, and maybe that's part of the Mar Project's, uh, you know, idea. Spend hours and hours making characters sitting in your bunker. So, you know, uh, keep keep the people safe and entertained and and make characters for hours and hours. Uh, that would be a great way to use Champions. Tecumel, I have. I have like some version of Techumel and I have the PDFs that, that uh, Bundle of Holding came out with a few years ago, but I've never, I've, there's been hints of, of playing it and people said, oh, I want to run this or they run it at a con and then they it gets canceled or, you know, I don't know. I've never had luck with, but I hear it's a very interesting world to play in and it's a a, a good system. I don't know if it's a good system, honestly. What do you know about that one? But it'd
5: be fun. I, I, I mean it's
0: a it's an offshoot of d right? It's, oh, okay. You, you know, the world existed prior to D D and you know he had the world in mind prior to, and then when D D came out with slight modifications, they you know, in fact TSR published Tecumel originally, you know. Wow. the Empire of the Petal Throne. So okay,
4: yeah. Yeah, RuneQuest also a classic game. Um by again by Greg Stafford, who did well who, uh part of I guess, the early Chaosium group. He mm-hmm. um, did uh, that and Pendragon. But RuneQuest uh be a great game to have as a companion, along with Call Cthulhu from Chaosium.
0: Yep, definitely. Uh, for movies, Joe has Conan the Barbarian, Highlander, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Red Dawn, and Terminator. All Ooh. great films. Yeah, great films.
4: All. Yeah, so there's two for Raiders of the Lost Ark, for keeping track.
2: Yeah.
0: I Am uh, Not. But you you are I'll welcome. try
4: to I'll try to. This other one's great. Uh, Red Dawn would be a nice uh nice addition. I didn't know it was that came out that early, but that's cool. Yeah. Maybe it was yep. 84, 85. Conan Barbarian. I I used to um as a little and I I'm surprised I didn't remember putting that one in, but uh maybe but uh I used to watch that every day before rugby every time before a rugby game. So very cool. I actually saw it recently too, since it was on it was on one of the, the big streaming services, mm-hmm. and they were going to take it off. I think they took it off at the end of, of June or something, and uh, I was able to to catch it again. So That's good. Classic, awesome movie.
0: Yep. It definitely is. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of... It. Well, you, you look at that. I, I, it's interesting. So with Conan and with... Um, Terminator. Well, Terminator. Yep. Terminator's on there. Another great, great movie. I was going to say with Terminator, or Terminator, with both Conan and Red Dawn on there, you have, you have two of the John Milius films on there. Um, yeah. You, you know, uh-huh. the, the other film that he did, he did, that's real, he's done a number of things, but the other one I really, really like is the wind and the lion, which is set. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if you've seen that. It's a period piece. Oh, check it out. It's, it's great. Okay. It, it's while Theodore Roosevelt was president. Oh. And there's a like a crisis in Middle East and and they're dealing with it it's it's a, the Wind and the lion highly recommend so you have Sean Connery playing a an Arab in there but mm-hmm. it it's it's really great it it's a it's a very well done movie and actually from what I understand it's considered one of the more respectful movies of the time towards mm-hmm. Islam and all that it, it you know treats the subject well and okay that is cool. stereotyping so it's it's actually a really neat movie. Um, yeah, okay. such as
4: two Schwarzenegger movies, two two Millie, John uh, Milius, mm-hmm. how you pronounce that movies. So yep. there's patterns emerging. Patterns emerging.
0: There, there are. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to our next caller, which is Sam.
2: Hey, Jason. Just Sam calling in for the. Con- I also got chosen for the Mara Project, you know, because I have nothing to contribute to society. But um, anyway, um, I got a limb on myself here. Just the stuff that that I actually hold, or it's actually on my shelf, I think. Otherwise, it's too big. Um, Yeah. So, start with music. Three to five albums is pretty. It's pretty tricky. Um, So uh, I'll go with like. Can I go with like three mixtapes? Like, um, I've got I've got my deck here. I could I could do this. uh, I could could do this for real before before uh, going to cryogenic. Uh, stasis say yeah um probably start off with like some non-hippie uh like folk music american folk music um i put the whole of uh Warren Zevon's self-titled album on there from the 70s um I I also put some other tracks, like 385, um, like from um, what I do, like Jungle Work. Um, like, um, I mean, there's so many good tracks. Genie Needs a Shooter. Um, yeah, Lawyer's Guns and Money. So much good stuff. Um I round out that tape with like some some Rundgren, some Springsteen, some um some Jackson Brown, um, maybe some Bob Seger. Um maybe some Janicean would would balance it a bit. Hmm, yeah. Um second tape. Um I want to do hip-hop, but there was no good hip-hop in 1985. <laughs> like, all the great stuff was later, so... Um, might do, like, like a lot of the stuff that influenced 90s hip-hop, like, like a lot of 70s soul. Um, yeah, some... You know, some Otis Redding, some... Maybe some Dusty Springfield, and some... Um, you know, there's so much stuff. Like You just do lots of different artists from there. Um, you could do some some jazz as well, experimental jazz. I've got some Miles Davis on my shelf. Um, do some Burning Spear, some reggae, some... Um, all this cool stuff, some blues. Um... Albert King, love Albert King. Um, yeah, so that's the second tape. Third tape, <clears throat> pop music. Um, definitely some, some Madonna, some, some Cyndi Lauper, um, some from Japan, some Shojo Tai. Some um, some Minako Honda, some Mari Iijima, some some um, Seiko Matsuda, especially her album Pineapple and um, and Citron. What do you Citron? Oh, that's eighty eight. No, I can't. That's such a good track on the Marrakesh. But I have to skip that one. Just go with uh, Squall, Pineapple, Candy. I think um, Rebecca's first two albums. Um, some Anri, some early Comerol produced and written stuff. Um, TM Network is his first band. Um, had yeah, that album, um, Childhood, Child, Childhoods End, eighty five. Yeah, and that would be the that be the third tape. Just just pop music. All right, we we're on to uh, we're going to call back with uh, with some other selections for other categories.
0: Okay, so with Sam's musical categories, I'm not really going to talk about my entries till the end, but I will. I, I guess I will insert this because it isn't an overlap with anybody else where he was kind of looking for, you, you know, some American stuff. Sam and Dave definitely belongs in there. Some, some Sam and Dave I think would fit in that. I do think that his idea to do mixtapes is genius. And, and he definitely gets credit for that. Cause back in the day, I don't know about you, Carl, but I did mixtapes all the time. Yeah. That was a huge thing. You, you know, you'd have your, you, you'd have your big stereo. And of course your stereo is outdated as soon as you got home. Right. And each was a separate component. But we, we would, you know, and you had record albums, but you would cut to cassette tapes, mixtapes, t- or I did all the time. So I, I definitely think that's a great way to go. And doing a tape for each genre of music is really smart. And with the ability to bring five cassettes, you could really maximize your your yeah. selections. <clears throat> yeah, you
4: could do like 90, 90 minutes, 45 minutes aside. side. That's mm-hmm. a good amount of music, I think. There might be, I think they're even 120 minutes tapes at that time probably but yeah i used to have the double cassette deck too so i could record from the album yep. from the radio from uh from another cassette which is pretty cool so um yeah yeah it's pretty neat to do that yeah i i think he and uh he and joe uh youngers could hang out and listen to their jackson brown and and uh hippie music i guess um i don't he said non-hippie but yeah i don't know and and roll up their travel roll up their uh champions characters while listening to that music I'm so shocked. He said uh, he said um, hip hop influence. He didn't mention mention the Sugar Hill Gang. I was shocked about that.
6: Mm-hmm. Maybe
4: uh, and then uh, his last tape. Yeah, I think there's definitely there probably be some people who mentioned some of those like Madonna, Cyndi Lauper, some contemporary stuff. A lot of the the Asian artists he mentioned, I have no idea who that is. I don't. But you know, then again, I'm like I said at the beginning, I, I don't listen to that stuff.
0: If it was on MTV, I
4: would have caught it. But other than that,
0: you know, <laughs> okay. right. It's not my genre, well, right? And and what was being played on the the stations in Australia was probably different. You know, I'm sure there's a,
4: oh yeah, yeah, you it's
0: know, a fair true. amount of, you know, they're a lot closer to Japan, so I'm sure there's a fair amount more of overlap there. So, yes. okay, let's go on to his next set of his next call, folks. By the way, we're because Sam sent in three separate calls. We're commenting between, and then the rest of the calls. In it's all just one call, so we'll be playing the whole right. call and then answering. But in this case, we're interjecting in between mainly so we don't forget what he said between each call.
2: Okay, games, I'm at my game show. Um, I have GURPS third edition, which is what, too late, right? I mean, this is the ultimate game because you can play any game, right? you just have to do the um to the front end, and um, and you can run anything anywhere, so that's the great thing about GURPS and be a, it'd be an essential game to have. Um, that edition's 86, first uh, revised in 86, so probably have to go with um, first or second edition GURPS, but I might have to order that one on eBay <clears throat> before I'm frozen. Um, <clears throat> Twilight 2000 first edition be another game it would be fun I mean Twilight 2000 just has those um, a lot of good stats that GURPS doesn't have that you have to make up for weapons and equipment and vehicles um, all those stat cards and stat blocks um, would be great to have in a military game so i take Twilight 2000 I've got second edition here on the shelf. um i'm, I'm I, I I'm sure that's post eighty five as that's what ninety what was first edition first edition was like eighty four wasn't it um I don't have that I have to also send away for that before I was frozen so I'm kind of cheating now but um yeah, the other game I, I I take is a miniature war game called um Called Firefight, published in 1985 by Tabletop Games, are written by Bruce Rhea Taylor um, in the UK. Just really good um concepts like uh chip bull activation um, with varying varying sort of um amounts of chits depending on units uh like doctrine and um, training and everything. Lots of lots of stats for weapons and and vehicles and armor and um, and you could you, know, you, can, you can make miniatures with paper if you didn't have if you can't bring miniatures. Um, yeah, a tabletop war game is uh, something something I'd bring. Um, and if I can bring miniatures too, I'll bring my miniatures. Uh, books, I don't really read novels. Um, I take U.S. Army field manuals. I've got a few, but they're like late 80s. Um, I might have to get on like in 85. I might have to get like on the microfiche in the public library, <clears throat> and um, and get copies of the um, of some U.S. Army field manuals, just, just for um, for wargaming and for um, some U.S. Marine stuff as well, um, and maybe some uh, some CIA f- like publications. On, um, on Warsaw Pact Doctrine training and equipment, um, I've, they're easy to find now, but I don't know how easy they would have been to find in 1985 for the general public. But um, just data, like to make uh, your wargaming and role-playing more plausible um, for military-style games, which is really all I'm interested in playing. <laughs> um <clears throat> And uh, what about, yeah, I'll come back in a minute with, uh,
0: with the movies. Okay. So we've got his entries for games and books. Any, any thoughts? Again, we're, we don't want to suggest alternatives to what he's doing because we haven't listened to the other calls. But any thoughts on the specific?
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked I forgot T2K. I forgot first edition was that in 90, 1984. But most of the time I played second edition, so that's probably why mm-hmm. I overlooked it. But that's a, a great game to play. I, I guess if I were a Morrow Project uh, engineer or runner, I would be concerned that they're taking too many stats from games and not looking at the real stats. But then he, Sam, complimented that with getting all the field manuals, so so there you go. I don't know, miniatures, I guess that's, uh, that's up to the Morrow Project directors to say, well, can you take all these little plastic pieces I guess I like something could be said for that hobby uh bring a bunch of gray miniatures and say you can't play the miniatures until they're painted that's a lot of time to hang out in the in the bunker or whatever and and paint your minis before you play them but uh that would be pretty cool I mean yeah I think uh, I'm sure there was an early version of uh Warhammer or Warhammer Fantasy Battle at that time too so I think uh and the, the game he he uh, highlighted was kind of seemed pretty cool so again like Joe Youngers no no fiction all like facts so uh so yeah i think he i think sam and joe would hang out together
0: yeah possibly the so i don't i'm not familiar i need i don't have a copy of that game that he mentioned but the game that's similar to that i think that we played very heavily was advanced squad leader and oh, okay. squad leader and when you think of advanced squad leader and squad leader they came with chips
4: right you instead know, of minis
0: yeah instead of minis so that wouldn't be such a big deal uh advanced squad leader, squad leader being, a, advanced squad leader, by the way is 85 so so that could make mm. list. yeah uh, but we'll have more talk about miniatures later by one of the other callers so so i'm okay. going to reserve any other comment on that okay but but yeah let's let's hear what he what sam's um movie picks are
2: okay movies i'm going to cheat a little bit again and uh because i have quite a few uh, box sets i'm gonna choose box sets and get more movie for my money um we're gonna to need to bring a laser disc player too, so uh sorry about that. Um Okay, uh, the Gojira, uh the Death Battle Chronicles uh to Champion Math City collection um contains eight um eight Godzilla films. Uh they're the cut down versions for um children's festivals um in japan in the 70s though and they're all the classics classic uh films from the 60s um that would be i would have a lot of uh a lot of rewatch value i think um what else um i take star wars trilogy definitive collection um no cgi included um Got to take that and um, Planet of the Apes, all five ape movies, um, can't go past that. All right, those are my picks. I'm looking forward to hearing um, hearing other people's uh, other people's uh, lists.
0: All right. Okay, actually, some really great entries there: Godzilla, yeah. Star Wars, Planet of the Apes.
4: Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, box sets. You know, I don't know. I don't know if the Mara Project directors would allow box sets, but uh, but maybe maybe you could sneak him in, or other people who didn't bring in, bring five movies. You know, you like hand them out to people who didn't pick five movies. Get the whole box set in. A Planet of the Apes also pretty cool uh, entry. Some great movies there, and Star Wars. That's another vote for Star Wars. Star Wars trilogy. So I think it's pretty mm-hmm. pretty cool. So yeah, all right,
0: yep. good stuff. Who's okay. next? Yeah. And actually, with Star Wars, you know, the whole true Star Wars canon up through, you know, the Battle for Endor is there. I mean, there's they they didn't make any real Star Wars movies after 85. So you really can capture everything in there. So, okay, Sorry. (laughs) Okay, let's move on to our next entry. And this is going to be Daniel from the Bandits Keep Media Empire.
7: Hey Jason, Daniel from keep calling about the contest. You know, I've been overthinking it. They're like, what existed in 1985? I'm just gonna spitball and give you some stuff. This is might be a little bit long because you're asking for all kinds of things, but you know, as a kid, which is what I would have been in 1985, thinking about what was around and what I had access to, as far as gaming, obviously I would take Dungeons and Dragons. Being, you know, being me now, I probably would take OD&D. but thinking of myself in 1985, I would 100 percent take. Uh, first edition dungeon, uh, you know, Dungeons and Dragons, I guess hopefully the three core books can be included as one game for that. Uh, on top of that, and I didn't really play this back then, but well, I guess, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to cheat. And I'm going to say, because I've just been dabbling in it, I would take Traveler. Because I think with Traveler, you could build, you know, again, like massive campaigns pretty easily. And for a third game, I think I would probably take some kind of a video game. I'm thinking an 85 that my Intellivision must have existed, so I'll risk it and take a video game, even though we might not have power in after the apocalypse, right? But uh, I had a Nitelevi- Mattel's Intellivision with a whole bunch of games for it. I had uh, Astro Smash, I think was one of them, and best of all was the Dungeons & Dragons. You can see a theme here. <laughs> uh, and so far as books, well, if I was packing books, and again, I'm not, or, not sure exactly what was available in 85, but I think some of this, well, I know some of it was. Uh, so I definitely take my favorite book of all time, which is the Count of Monte Cristo, no question. You know, I might take the Three Musketeers* too. At that time, I was reading a lot of the, the classics, if you would. So maybe Frankenstein, you know, something like that, like three good classic books. As much as what I got into, and these maybe came out later in the 80s, uh, David Morrell, who uh, wrote uh, First Blood. And then I guess he maybe also wrote the, the other stuff. But the, the book First Blood is very good. If you, have, I'm sure you probably read it. But um, he had a series of books that were uh, like spy books. Uh, the Name of the Rose, I think was the name of one of them. Brotherhood of the Rose. I'm Googling it right now. So it looks like 84 that came out. Fraternity of the Stone came out in 85. So could probably get a couple of those books. I really liked him. So I think I would go with that. Beyond that, I don't know what I would have known in 1985. And I'm kind of going with that mindset. Jeez, as far as music that's a tough one because my music tastes are all over the place. And if I could only take three, like three records, I'd want to like, uh, you know, take something that had a lot of music on it. So I think I take uh, the Beatles, right? Um, the second uh, album, I think it's called, it's like 67 to 72 or something like that. Because they made two big, like, greatest hit sets. I think I would take the second one because I'm more into the later Beatles than I am the earlier Beatles. I would probably take the Bruce Springsteen live record that came out i mean it was it might have come out in 86 but mark cheat and what else would i take i would not take classical music because it's not something i really listen to i think probably again going back to my head at that time 85 i probably would have taken some kind of rap music and probably it would have been something to the effect of maybe beastie boys if that had come out and if not then it would be something like grandmaster flash and the furious five Uh, the message i think was the name of that record that was really good they had like New York, New York, and The Message, of course, and that kind of stuff. Uh, so that would be my music. So I did books. I did games. I did music. Was movies another one? Well, if I was going to take movies, I would take, again, I'd take my favorite movie, which is Logan's Run. I don't, I'm not a person that really watches movies over and over again, so I'd have to think about a movie I'd actually want to see more than once. Maybe I'll take a TV series instead, if that's fair. Um, I would probably watch something like Kung Fu. Uh, that would be something I would have really liked to watch back then. Oh, and you know what? Actually, I'd probably take something like, I'm just going to pick a random one, maybe like Fast Times at Richmond High. (laughs) Uh, You know, I mean, you know, I'm a young man. I'm going to want to see some attractive ladies. And, you know, uh, I think that probably having some kind of movie like that, uh, so I have that (laughs) that available to me might be something. Uh, I'm just trying to think of what I would have done in 85. And I think that's pretty much it. I think that's, that was not as hard as I thought. I think I actually cranked out all the categories you asked for, hopefully. Weirdly I didn't take any board games but because I think that with AD&D first edition I mean I spent so long just sitting there playing that that was effectively solo back in the day, back in the day so I could totally see myself just doing that if nobody else wanted to play and it seems like travelers good for that as well so yeah I think that's 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 what I would do in any case this is a pretty cool contest so we'll see what happens I'm curious what other people say what's going to be interesting about this to me is The different people of different ages, even if it's within three or four years of each other, sees 85 as a much different thing, right? I was not even in high school, I don't think, in 85. So No, I didn't. I started in 86, so I wasn't even in high school yet. So, you know, I'm even just being a couple years older than me would have put you in high school, which completely changes, you know, Mm -hmm. that changes everything, right? Once you're in high school, you have a whole different uh, sets of things that you're into. So, yeah, I'm very curious as to what people say. So and obviously people that are younger that might have been eight or nine or ten or whatever. Oh, you know what? If I can throw one more thing in there, I'm gonna have to throw in the series Thunder the Barbarian, just in case Rob doesn't take it. All right. <laughs> Talk to you soon.
0: Okay. Sadly, Rob didn't call in, but no doubt Rob would have picked Thunder the Barbarian if he had.
2: Yeah. Um, oh, good picks. Quick. I love
4: his uh yeah, I love his uh book picks. Some things I would not have thought of, but are classic, some you know, Dumas. Alexander Dumas' uh, stuff, which is great, uh, features, prom- features prominently, interestingly enough, in uh, allusions to in Django Unchained. Um, so Frankenstein, great pick too. Mary Shelley's classic work. I never, I had not heard of first blood. I looked it up while while we were while we were listening to him, and the book came out in seventy two. So you know, definitely qualifies and sounds really cool. I, I actually did not know that uh, that was an the movie. I guess was an adaptation, or that idea was an adaptation of a. Uh, of a
0: book it, that's pretty cool yeah the book's quite different from the movie actually. <laughs> i do recommend the book i'm actually also a big fan of david morrell i've read a, a number of his books and back in the day like daniel I, i'd read a number of his books back in the day so mm-hmm. yeah it's
4: yeah yeah there's like a game that just came out called everyday heroes and they're doing like a rambo first blood thing but i was looking at the adventure that they came out with and it, it doesn't really i wonder if it drives more with the the book than the than the movie right because it's not definitely not a solo solo book or solo adventure right so pretty interesting uh his music oh I, I did look it up grandmaster flash the message came out in 82 which is pretty cool unfortunately licensed to ill um did not come out until 86 so unless he got the, their their 12 inch demo you
0: know yeah now you could get some run dmc or something like that in there they had a couple albums out yeah
4: yeah yeah. that's yeah. cool that was pretty neat and the, the games you know D and traveler great picks so i think um
0: Yep, definitely. Uh, yep, yeah,
4: that's pretty cool. It's interesting because, uh, right? So AD&D uh, came out first edition. It came out between what? Um, at least everything was out by eighty one. Seven, yeah, yeah, all, all the way through to eighty one. So you'd have the complete collection, uh, which
5: would be cool too. So
0: yeah, because people often get mistaken, but you know AD&D was out before Mulvey Basic. Cook before BX mm-hmm. was out.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. So, okay, great. Thank you, Daniel. Some great, great entries. You know, it's interesting. Daniel took it from the perspective of what 1985 Daniel would have taken, mm-hmm. where most people take a perspective of modern day person knowing what was out there. And that's, and I have to admit, I took the latter approach myself. I didn't think. Because yeah. if I had taken what I had in 1985, yeah, it'd be a much different, smaller list.
4: <laughs> right? Yeah, I think for music, I would have had that too. I think one thing I, when I, I did forget, and I'm shocked I forgot it, because no one would have heard of it anyway. Is merciful fates don't break the oath. I mean, I listened to all that stuff back back when I was a kid. You know, a little metal kid in '85, uh, right? Or yeah. young high school metal kid in '85. So, but yeah, I would have taken that one too. But yeah, for music, it was about that. For the rest, I don't know. I was I was more into Star Frontiers and Traveler, for example, right? So right. So it's kind of a, both a mix and match of that.
0: Cool. Well, let's move on to our next contestant and this is eric of the
3: omega 3d chicken coop podcast
4: was he even born back then
3: hey jason eric of the omega 3d chicken coop calling in for the moral project contest um i had to go back and look at what was actually released um between 1980 and 1985 to make sure that i wasn't selecting something that wasn't released during that time period i was just a a small little toddler during that era so my memory is a little fuzzy so anyway let's get into it movies that i would select i would select the original star wars trilogy I would select indiana jones and raiders of the lost ark and i would select ghostbusters those would be my five movies if i'm only allowed to take five movies those would be the ones um for games i would take uh bx probably for my dungeons and dragons and i'm having a hard time thinking of what games were released in that time period i'm not a super great um role-playing game historian but i think maybe tunnels and trolls would be in there and i would also like to hear other recommendations from other people like what other role-playing games or games could i bring in um i would also bring in uh, a chessboard so that we could have chess to play and i could make my own game rules with that or whatever um for books i would pick um david eddian's the Bulgarian series i'm not sure if that ends before 1985 or not um but that uh that would be my choice that was kind of my first book series that i really read um that i got into and um for science fiction this book came out in 1985 so i don't know if it'd be available before i went into the bunker but if it was i would pick orson scott cards ender's game as my book. Anyway, that's my entry for the month. I would glad to hear other people's feedback and what else they are picking. And if I had more time to select this, or if this is really going to happen, I'd probably be more selective in my choices and do more research. But anyway, take it easy, man. Peace.
0: Short and cool. sweet from Eric. And any comments on Eric's choices?
4: I love that everyone's picking like Star Wars and Raiders. Ghostbusters, I one that I overlooked, but could be cool. But I feel like I back to the future uh resonated more with me than ghostbusters did although some great lines from ghostbusters of course bx it's it's Saul's weedle we love bx um so uh chess is a really neat entry i don't know if anyone else picked a classic game like chess checkers backgammon or whatever um i don't know if those would be default games that would be there in the more project or not was not the director did not specify uh tunnels and trolls i'm not familiar but i know you're a big fan and um yeah, I was surprised when I was looking at this and even listening to people. How many games were actually developed in that sort of late '70s, early '80s period? Mm-hmm. Like I'm hearing about more games than I thought were around at that time, like Twilight Two Thousand, uh, like various incarnations of Traveler, Call of Cthulhu. Um, there are quite a few games. I mean, it's a big, a big boom game time, you know, for a lot of these these types of things. And uh, so, there's definitely plenty of things to play from that era.
0: Oh yeah, there's a ton of games that were out there, and and there's a ton of games that are not going to get mentioned in here, which is yeah, kind of a shame because a lot of these are overlapping. It'd be interesting if 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 all the contestants were you know if they were all going to be in the same bold hole and and they were put together and allowed to collaborate on their lists, what you would mm-hmm. end up with, right? Right, right. But yeah, so Eric, mm-hmm. thank you for that entry. And, oh yeah, I was
4: gonna say his books, his books are cool. So Ender's game did come out in '85, so. Good choice there. Uh, uh, I Orson Scott Card is, is a little strange, but I like his books. Uh, the Belgaria, if you would at least have four Belgaria books uh, to read, because uh, four of them came out before eighty, before eighty-five. So, so you could uh, you you know, it's not the whole complete series, but uh, hey, maybe you could find an old bookstore uh, after the apocalypse and track them down or whatever, or whatever media, uh, hollow crystal or something that they might use in the in the far future post-apocalyptic society to breathe the rest.
0: Yeah. It's hard to say um, that. Yeah. That, that'd be the other interesting thing is scouring old, trying to find old libraries to <laughs> find. Yeah. It's like, like Eric would be
4: like, damn it. I read Enchanter's Endgame. What
0: comes next? Right. Th- th- that'd be a, a good quest for your character in the game. Yeah. 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 Um. Okay. Our next entry is from David Johnson of Beetle nut games and baffle box games so let us play his entry
8: hey jason this is david johnston from beatlet games and baffle box games calling about your uh Morrow project contest great contest really fun um yeah i've been thinking about this all month so uh, i guess i'm assuming that that you know the uh the project will have sent along cards and dice and dominoes and pencil and paper and stuff like that right so i'm uh Mm-hmm. And I can do things like make a Parcheesi set or make a M and set myself. So I'm not going to include those really important things. Um, but uh, so I think for five games, I got to go with, especially since it's pre 1985 or 1985 and earlier. I have to go with the big five. So it'll be the first edition Gamma World box set, 1978, um, the uh, three core books of the AD&D uh first edition which is like 1977 right uh the top secret box set from 1980 the traveler box set the original one from 1977 and uh the call of cthulhu second edition box set from 1983 Um, and i think with those you can pretty much do anything you want for movies um i'm gonna go adventures of buckaroo bonsai 1984 um the rifleman collection which is an old western and so it'll be uh, you know as many as you can fit it, as legal for the uh for the um for the for the game we're playing here but you know as many episodes of the rifleman as are allowed so it's 1958 through 63 the great old western casablanca from 1942 um a philadelphia story from 1940 and then i was having so much trouble With all the other great movies, trying to choose one, uh, you know, Escape from New York or Blade Runner. I think I'm going to go with Cheech and Chong's next movie from 1980, just to throw a little bit of ridiculous in there. Um, Okay, books. uh, I'm going Hoyle's Rules of Games, so we can use all those cards and dice and everything else. Um, A good world poetry anthology. Um, Treasure Island by robert louis stevenson bridge of birds by barry hugart now if you guys haven't read that book that's an amazing amazing um uh, book that was sold as fantasy but i think he quit writing because he didn't like it being called fantasy but think um think the tone of the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy but set in mythical china it's really really fun um And then the last book would be, I think, the Cambridge Dictionary of Philosophy, just for fun. Uh, Okay, five albums. I would go Taj Mahal, Recycling the Blues and Other Stuff, 1972. Joni Mitchell, Blue, 1971. Paul Simon, Still Crazy After All These Years, 1975. Joseph Murray's Songs of the South African Feld, Volume 2, from 1952. And uh, some Chopin Nocturnes of, you know, some collection of those. And I think I'm going to cheat on this one because I think I also need to bring along the greatest hits of John Philip Sousa just to get my blood pumping in the future. Uh, Anyway, that's my entry. Uh, Love you, Jason. Thanks so much for
0: all the fun. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Okay, great entries from David there. Unique Um,
4: entries. I like that. Unique entries. on the game's... The games, yeah. uh, top secret, and um, game world, new ones that were mentioned, but the other ones we have talked about, which is really cool. Um, yeah, I, I definitely the first person I to put in some uh, some classic music mm-hmm. <laughs> into into the Morrow Project collection, which I think is also really neat, and some unique uh, unique music choices there, blues and and uh, and old old southern southern songs, which I think is kind of cool.
0: Yep. So. Also happy to hear some Paul Simon in there. Yeah.
4: Wow. Okay.
0: <laughs> I would say Simon and
4: Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel, sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, the the Rifleman's a great pick. You know, yep. definitely you want some kind of Western in there. There's so many good great Western series you could pick whether Rifleman or Gunsmoke or mm-hmm. or, or whatever, but that, that's great. His book choices are, are excellent, you know, including mm-hmm. like the a, a world book of poetry and like Treasure Island, Hero. great stuff. Bridge of Birds, I have not read, but I me will. Me Yeah, I look it
4: up. I'm gonna look that up too. I yeah, also so. like his uh, his movies, um, Casablanca, right? Too. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I'm sure we might hear and Cheech and Chong's first, uh, next movie, the first rated R movie I saw um, in the movie ah. theater. So, but yeah, definitely resonates for me. So we'll hang out. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know how how strict the moral project would be on rated R movies and the kind of fun culture drug culture that she's and chong show but uh great uh fun movie crazy movie
0: um right so. well yeah i mean we and we won't get in the idea of um you, you know because pornographic movies were being produced by this time too but we we won't go down that road um,
4: right. so but there's some classics I'm just kidding i don't know
0: yeah great great movies Great, great selections across the Yeah, that's nice. It's nice, it's
4: nice uh, different unique ones and some repeats, but uh I'm sure we'll hear some of these again.
0: Yeah. Well, our next caller is also gonna make some interesting entries. And this is Anthony from Casting Shadows, also known as Runeslinger.
9: Jason, it's Anthony calling in from the Casting Shadows podcast and whatnot to enter your moral project inspired contests. I don't think I'll be able to come up with answers for all of the categories, but as you have released us from the duty of doing so, let's get started. I'm going to go with movies. No, I'm going to go with music first. And I think I'm going to try to stick to just three choices. So, because you've limited us to the very difficult year of 1985 rather than 1986, where all of my most favorite stuff came from, uh here's what I'm going to choose for music. I will pick Iron Maiden's Peace of Mind and Metallica's Ride the Lightning and Judas Priest's Defenders of the Faith. Those will be the three albums that I'm going to include while hoping that other people in the project team bring know other music that i like as well but those would be the ones that i think in that in that year i would be unwilling to part with books are even harder but i've narrowed it down to a lot of harry harrison it turns out so i would cheat a little bit by taking you know the collected works of some of his more famous and enjoyable books that were available in the time period. That's really the only way you could get these books. So, uh, there was an anthology of Stainless Steel Rat, uh, the first three Stainless Steel Rat uh, novellas, all compiled together. I'd take that. And you could get the entire Death World series under one one cover in those days, so I would take that. And uh, I would take Make Room, Make Room. So, (laughs) a lot of Harry Harrison. Uh, I would look longingly at the Silmarillion and and things like that, but I'm not sure if, if I would take it for this kind of project. Maybe I would. So let's throw that in there as an honorable mention. For movies, I guess it's no surprise that I would include the Star Wars trilogy. And, hmm... I don't know how available it was, but I, I'm i not sure that I could condemn myself to a life in the future with, you know, no contact with the past without the original series of Star Trek. So if, you know, those original episodes, I, I'm pretty sure were available like two episodes to, to one VHS tape or whatever in those days, then I would want the entire series of that. And I think that's a, a massive amount of media. So <laughs> let's just say my footlocker would be stuffed full of, of Star Trek and a, a little bit of Star Wars. There's a ton of stuff I would want. I've always amassed movies and, and visual media whenever I could throughout my life. So this is a very painful subject, so we'll we'll cut away from it there. Games, another thing that I amass uh, in, in large quantities, is surprisingly easier than the choices for movies and music. But uh, here's what I'm, of what's available at the time. So I'm not thinking of, of myself being frozen as I was in 1985, but, you know, an adult professional being frozen in 1985. What role-playing games would he take? I'm going to go with a lot of BRP because of its flexibility and uh, end up taking Call of Cthulhu in its box set form from that, from that era. And uh, Worlds of Wonder, let's say that was still available uh, by the time 1985 rolled around, just to give lots of flexibility, uh, a different magic system for BRP, superhero uh, abilities for BRP, and, uh, and that sort of thing. So with the combination of Worlds of Wonder and, uh, and Call of Cthulhu, I would have an awful lot of things to repurpose into whatever I wanted. Uh, as a game master in the future there would be no way i could limit myself to three choices though in this area so i'll also be tossing in stormbringer at the last minute you know trying to cram that into my my footlocker or, or whatever so wish me luck with that because the box was really big in those days and then as kind of one last thing i am not sure what Top secret was available, and I'm in the car, and uh, I can't look it up. So, a top secret, either the one that I'm most familiar with, SI, if it was available in in '85, or the original, and uh, and that would be it for games and books and music and movies, <laughs> and uh, and hopefully those would enhance the other members' entertainment needs. And there'd be fantastic entertainment synergy between us all.
0: Anyway, thanks for the contest. Very cool. Anthony, it was some great, great entries there. Any thoughts?
4: Yeah, he and I would be hanging out and jamming out to uh, some Priest and Maiden. uh, I think Metallica's better albums. Um, I like their earlier stuff better, uh, more than their later stuff. Uh, Harry Harrison is interesting. I the stainless steel rat and then the, the death world stuff, hammer mm-hmm. slammers, et cetera. Uh, great choices. I think, you know, yep. really good. Always in the top 10 of military sci-fi. Um, and, uh, also yeah, you know, he, he did interestingly, he did like that, uh, West of Eden, uh, type of series. Like, uh, if, uh, there were uplifted or if, if Saurians, if there had been no Cretaceous extinction event and Saurians had become, Sentient, right so then then they came into conflict with uh with the humans i think that was pretty interesting uh series that he had as well so good stuff there um hey at least we have a the silmarillion you know for my lord of the rings um should be kind of neat star wars again uh star trek first surprisingly first entry for star trek and then all the, the brp coc seems to have come up a lot which is cool but the brp adding to that you know, so it'll be like a room of GURPS people and a a room of Champions people or Hero System and a room of uh, BRP people, you know, to play uh, various games. The uh, the cool, um, I would say, universal systems that were around at the time. So, uh, so yeah, I think it's a it's really great Stormbringer first, surprisingly first mentioned. I no, and no one's mentioned uh, the Elric stuff, Eddie Moorcock, So that's curious too. Uh, but I guess you could read some Warcock in the Stormbringer uh, RPG. And then uh, Top Secret, I guess that would be the original, right? So, um,
0: Yeah, I don't think SI have been out yet. The original is definitely the... Well, first or second edition is definitely mm. what I would bring. Um, yeah. Cool. So, but, yeah. Yeah, no, I think they're all great entries by Anthony. I think well thought, well mm-hmm. thought out and well considered. So, very cool. As far as... Si, it, yeah, top secret. Si was eighty-seven, so it would definitely be the the first and second edition, which would be yeah. good. Our next entry is from Peter, also known as Spez Baby, on the forums, and this is another one that was texted to me, or you know sent on Discord as a text message. So I'll just read it out loud. Um, okay. So here's the message he sent me: contest entry, maybe too little, too late for the Morrow Project. Nope just on time, what entertainment would I bring into the cryotubes? For music, I'm imagining my teammates would have the metal, prog, and hard rock covered, so I'll go for something more folksy or funky. And here's what he has. Albums, This is the Sea by the Water Boys, Prince, Purple Rain, Kate Bush, Hounds of Love, Joy Division, Unknown Pleasures, and Fleetwood Mac, Rumors. I love seeing Joy Division and Fleetwood Mac in here. Two great, and Prince. great bands. And Prince. Yep. Yeah. And Prince. Yep. Um for movies, or well, I guess since we're doing it this way, any any other comments on the albums?
4: No, you uh, Fleetwood Mac and Prince. Yeah, I'd be I'd love to have those around, but uh yep. you know, hope I'm glad we got those covered.
0: Right. For movies and TV, the first season and a half of Miami Vice on Betamax, great choice. <laughs> michael mann's thief another awesome movie empire strikes back casablanca and silverado you know classic western Ooh. so yeah i love these choices thief yeah it's great is a, is a great movie james khan uh yeah.
4: another casablanca mind me vice first first time mentioning that that type of that genre too you know that i think yeah that was very prevalent you know the uh War against drugs had just started so in that mm-hmm. era so pretty pretty interesting uh so yeah, there's so many great Westerns it's hard and we've mentioned some westerns classic westerns too and and now a more contemporary or a contemporary at the time Silverado so
0: yeah pretty cool yeah. yep and 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 Peter also specifies the movies would be on actual film because why projector uh, yeah and then uh, for a printed for a printed works so he there there's no game entries here. But for printed works, we have the complete novels of Raymond Chandler, Batman Special Number One, Neuromancer by William Gibson, and Epic Pooh by Moorcock, because he knows he's going to be stuck with a bunch of Tolkien heads. <laughs> fun, fun choices. Ch- yeah. Uh, Raymond Chandler again. Is inspired. I definitely would love, to, yeah, for me, you know, Chandler, having some Chandler, Hammett, some hard boiled, you know. Mm-hmm. Pulp detective stuff would be essential, or Mickey Splane. I don't think anybody else says that later in the show. So, you know, that would definitely be I would need some of that personally because you know I love that stuff. Um, you, you had mentioned Normancer yourself. Yep. And
4: this then, is uh, the first Elric mention, stuff. Well, what's that? The first, you know, the Moorcock stuff. So yay, we got some a Moorcock.
0: Yeah, even though this is the Moorcock where he's putting down Tolkien, right? But oh. we but this is also really the first mention like comics. Cause he mentioned yes, Batman special. Batman.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Which, you, you know, I mean, honestly in 85, I was reading more comics than anything else.
4: <laughs> yeah. I think so. I think that would have been Yep.
0: Um, but no great entries, Peter. Thank you. I'm, I'm sorry. We don't get any game entries here, but that's okay. They're covered by other people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let us move on to, or I'm sorry. Did, any other comments on that? No, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. So our next entry is from another one of the Joes. This is Joe Richter of Hindsightless. No, he wasn't born then. No, but but he definitely definitely has opinions.
5: Yo, Jason, finally calling in my entry for the 1985 contest. Uh, waited till almost the last minute, but happy to be getting it in. So since we're just these these items we're bringing are just for entertainment. Um, and not for sort of reestablishing civilization. That made it easier. Uh, I'll start with books, because if we were talking about books, to so like Restart Civilization, I'd probably bring some stuff from Chomsky or uh, that book Road to Serfdom, but we're not talking about that. So the books I would bring with me would be Salem's Lot, The Silmarillion, Tortilla Flats, Neuromancer, Shibumi, and Breakfast of Champions. Those are all, I love all of those books. And they just they occupy different different genres and different authors that I really like. Um, albums, I, I, I'm not married to this list, but I, I do have a few. So I'd bring Rainbow Demon by Uriah Heap. I'd bring Ride the Lightning by Metallica. I'd bring Spreading the Disease by Anthrax. And then probably the lamb lies down on Broadway by Genesis. Uh, that's original Genesis, um, not not just not pre-breakup Genesis. I should say. Sorry, uh, kind of out of it today. as far as games, what games would I bring? I'd bring first edition MERP uh, from TSR. I'd be bring first edition Marvel Superheroes from TSR. I'd bring Top Secret. <laughs> You're picking up a theme here. And then I would also bring a cribbage board because I absolutely love cribbage. And you said we'd get to bring cards for free. So I'd bring a cribbage board because cribbage is great. And then movies, what movies would I bring? I just thought about this last night. I only have three because this one was giving me the most trouble, but the three I came up with for last night, I'm going to bring the big chill. I'm going to bring breakfast club and I'm going to bring red dawn. Those are all of my pre-1985 entries. Awesome contest, dude. Excited to hear everybody's entries. And I'll talk to you later. Peace out.
0: Okay. Well, yes, Metallica know. fan. Yeah, yeah, great stuff. Uh, Merp is ICE, not TSR, but we'll forgive Joe that. Uh, great list. You, you know, yeah. he has some great stuff in here. I love we see Stephen King for the first time. For the
4: first time, surprisingly, yes. He only yeah. Got yeah, I'm just not getting back into Kings. That's probably why it wasn't like in my, you know, my sight for that. But great to see Uriah Heat, classic album, another entry for, for Metallica and early Metallica noted uh-huh. again. So Anthrax, great, one of the big four. Uh, Genesis, I, I tend to agree with him about the evaluation of Genesis pre-breakup. Yep. Yep. Pre-breakup, pre breakup. Yep. Pre breakup, pre pre MTV, really. So good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, great. Some really nice. Uh, selection of books too right from um from fantasy to horror to you know uh just really good fiction <laughs> you know like a fiction that you would read in like a a literature class <laughs> at fiction so that's really great um uh his I, I don't i've never played cribbage so i don't oh
0: cribbage is fun yeah i've played cribbage um, is that
4: the one where you throw it in a basket? That's canasta. I don't
0: no, know. that's not. Yeah, that's not cribbage. No, we'll, we'll, no. Yeah, but anyway, we we won't go. In, people can look up cribbage and see what it is. Yeah. We, we right, So pay.
4: big, big chill and Breakfast Club. Cool. I mean, yep. kind of different, different style of, of genre of movie, right? Then we've had some more, uh, I guess, more is big chill a rom com I know Breakfast Club kind of is. No, like, big is. A,
0: no, the big chill is nineteen eighty three. And we have Jeff Goldblum, a, a youngest Jeff Goldblum in there, right? Tom Berenger, G- Glenn Close, William Hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kevin comedy Con-
4: drama. It's like a rom com. It's a com- right, yeah. coming it's, of it's age, coming a seminal thirty
0: something movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, interesting. I I, I love he put Shibumi on there. Uh, that'll mm-hmm. tie in a little bit with some of the stuff I'm going to say. But if you haven't read Shibumi, I I don't know if you, I don't know if that's your 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 Bang or not, you might not like that, but it's um, yeah, interesting it's book. A, it's so, a book. It's a novel. Yeah, it's a novel. I'll, I I can send you a copy. I've got a copy of it. It's a great novel. Um, it, it it's kind of a tongue in cheek, um, mm-hmm. spy oh, thriller ninja kind of thing.
4: Oh, it looks pretty. Looks pretty interesting.
0: Yeah it it it's seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Late seventies. Cool, yeah, cool. very interesting. Um, so cool. You don't want to read, uh, stop with the original, you you don't, don't read the sequels, just, just read Shibumi, folks, don't, don't read the following.
4: (laughs) But But Breakfast Club is also one of those ones that was, we watched again and again and again, you know, just uh, definitely that sort of teenage rebellion. Right. In a a fun way, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So that, that, great, what's the name of that, the dude who uh, developed all those?
0: Oh, Those movies,
4: um, John like Hughes, John Hughes, right? But yeah, sort of suburban, suburban Chicago, <laughs> John Hughes yeah. films that very, very much in our, you know, in our sights at that time,
0: right? And 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 his game choices are are also great stuff there. Not except nothing. for the
4: i T- I've never seen the TSR version of Mark. Well,
0: I, yeah, as I said, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll forgive Joe for that. It's all good. Mm. Um, Merp or master though is a great choice. Because it, it, if you can't have if you were mean and didn't let people pick a, like D and D to include all the books, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Then
0: Merp is a pretty awesome condensed version of Rollmaster without all yeah. the books, right? Cool. Mer, Merp fits it in; it's condensed, but but you get you definitely get that feeling, and you could use it for other than Middle Earth if you wanted to. You could mm-hmm, easily
6: mm-hmm.
0: take take what's in Merp and use it as a generic fantasy if you wanted to. So.
4: Right. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Okay. Our next contestant is I think the last Joe that called in. So we're going to turn it over to Decahedron Joe from the Decahedron RPG podcast.
1: Hey Jason, this is one of many Joes again. Anyway, this is my entry for your June contest where I have been recruited into the Morrow Project in 1985 when i heard about the contest i was like wow there's two ways to approach this i could say what if me now back in 1985 was being doing it i thought it would be more interesting Is if, if what if it was 1985 and they said to me hey joe you're going into the morrow project and so I'm answering this from the perspective of 1985 me. So 1985 me, I had just graduated tech school and I'd moved over into England, depending on what part of 1985 we're talking about. And uh, my tastes then were different from my tastes now, a little bit, some things are the same. But anyway, so for 1985 me, the three books are going to be the Myth Series by Robert Aspirin. This is probably a cheat, taking a series instead of a book. But too bad. I'm doing it. Besides, I'm sure there's uh, compilations out there. Although, were there in 1985? I don't know. Anyway, so, you know, the myth series starting with another flying myth, myth conceptions, all the way on. So by the time 1985 comes around, there's about six books in the series. I figure that will keep me entertained for a while. The second one is going to be Lord of the Rings. I know there's definitely a one-volume book of this one because I had one. I bought it when I was in tech school. It was bound in red leather. I kept it in my on my bookshelf. And the third book is going to be my favorite hard sci-fi book, which I can't talk about yet because that's the subject of the contest on my podcast. But really, I'm not one that rereads books a lot. But this is the exception. I will read this book every couple of years. Well, actually, the whole series. So... I'm gonna say that one. If you're not gonna let me get away with that and say no, Joe, you have to give a title, I'm gonna lie. I'm gonna say it will probably be maybe Tales from Gavagan's Bar by Elspray De Camp and Fletcher Pratt. Yeah, oh, or maybe the um the Harold Shea books, all combined as one volume. I know they made those also by uh De Camp and Pratt. If I if you're gonna make me pick right now, I'm gonna say, um, Actually, I'm going to say the Harold J books. Yeah. Okay. Uh, For three films, this one's easier. (laughs) Wrath of Khan, definitely. Uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Yep. Even in 1985, that was a favor of mine. And What's Up Doc? With Barbara Streisand and Ryan O'Neill. It's the last of the great screwball comedies. Anyway, three games. 1985 Me is a little more limited, AD&D, although my my love for it is starting to wane, uh, Gamma World, and Traveler. And for three TV shows, Star Trek has to be the original series because, oh no, I guess it would be the animated series. But um, no, the second one is a bit of a cheat. I really, you know, I was thinking something classic. I was thinking like the Dick Van Dyke show or Bewitched or I Love Lucy. And I looked at how many episodes they all had. And I was going to let that be the decider. But then I thought, no, let's go with a variety show because that way it's not just the same thing. Well, we'll always be the same thing over and over again, but it's not just a sitcom. There'll be some music and there'll be some comedy and there'll be sketches. And so, I started thinking about what ones that I like back then. I liked the Donnie Marie show. I liked the Flip Wilson show. I liked the sunny and Shear show. But again, just going with a number of episodes, which will keep me entertained the longest. I went with the Carol Burnett show. Lots of episodes. It's not really my favorite, but I figure it will keep me entertained the longest. And finally, like I said, 1985 was the year I had just moved to England and I had discovered British television. And no, I'm not going to say Doctor Who. I'm going to say my favorite British sitcom. It might be my favorite sitcom of all time, really. It was a show called Yes, Minister. The spin-off series, Yes, Prime Minister, I haven't come out yet. Between the two, by far and away, my favorite shows. So yeah, so those are my three shows. Thank you very much for the contest. <laughs> Thanks for the great podcast. Keep up the great work. Bye.
4: Okay. No albums, TV shows instead of albums in this case. Yeah, I think if,
0: yeah, that's that is interesting. I, I maybe forgot or misheard, but that's fine. We'll we'll give it to that's him. Cool. I I love yeah. Carol Burnett show in there. I love the idea of a variety show in there be- yep. because they are so entertaining. I used to, you know, love those. Whether you, you know of all all the stripes back then of all different. Different ones that were on the TV back then. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't. Well, well I'll give over to you for a minute. Oh, real quickly before we talk about the entry. Well, we'll talk about the entries. I have something to mention after the end of the entries. But go ahead.
6: Right.
4: Yeah. So, uh, um, his films, pretty pretty cool set of films that he put in there. Uh, books and other Lord of the Rings. Um, so the myth series. I love that series. Um, kind of like. I read that along with it along in that era with like the youth world stuff right they had these, mm-hmm. these anthologies compilations um but the, and i think robert aspirin was involved in the these world too which is curious so but that was a really good series i remember my favorite part of that series um the idea of demons being interdimensional beings because i've seen that in a lot of a lot of games and fiction now you know the you know demon being like short for interdimensional. Right. And then uh, the other thing is like the three-way rugby game or soccer game or whatever. And that was fantastic. And that really, really has inspired me even more Even re- recently in in playing, playing Blood Bowl or running it in a Warhammer fantasy game. So uh, pretty, pretty neat stuff.
0: Yeah. Just one quick comment on that before you go on the Thieves World's books and anthologies are maybe not all of them, but a bunch of those are available now on Kindle. For a long time, they okay. weren't, but you can now pick. So, if you've never read the Thieves' World stuff, folks, you can get it for cheap on Kindle, and highly recommended. They're they're really foundational works. So they're, they're post D and D, you know O D and D, but they're they're great great fantasy works. If you want to read D D ish literature, that's not the stuff that TSR's Gristmill put out. Check out the check out the These World anthology.
4: Yep. Yep. Cool.
0: All right. Ed, any other thoughts on on Joe's stuff?
4: No, it, uh, it's a Wonderful Life. The first time it's been mentioned, classic movie.
0: So. Yeah, it's a great choice. You know, and and like that, or that—that's a great. You know, any he, he mentioned screwball comedy. There's some. I don't know if I'd pick, but there's so many great screwball comedies out there. You know, I'd be tempted to pick something earlier. Mm. Yeah, you, you know, um, but there's the Marilyn Monroe stuff. Yeah, maybe, or a like Catherine Hepburn, or, mm-hmm. or maybe like the Thin Man, you know, mm-hmm. to go go a little bit earlier. But I, I would, yeah, I would definitely want some kind of, some kind okay. of screwball romantic comedy from back in the day. And they're definitely, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know what though. That it that's it, a tough choice. But clearly it, a
4: Star fun. Trek fan also, right? Clearly Star. Oh
0: Trek yeah, fans. Joe so is yeah.
4: Wrath of Khan and uh, the Star Trek original series.
0: Yeah. Yep.
4: So I think between him and Anthony, they could bring in the whole thing, right?
0: Yeah, because I don't think anybody's going to pick Star Trek, the motion picture is is what they want (laughs) to (laughs) bring. But no, what I wanted to mention about Joe, though, he mentioned his contest and that's still going on. That's for the whole month of July. So if you haven't entered his contest, folks, there's a link in the show notes, the Decatur and RPG podcast. Go go over there. His contest is what is your favorite hard sci fi book that you just call him, let him know what that is and then he's ah. going to send a copy of his favorite book to you. He'll reach out to you first. If you actually already own his first book, then he'll work out something else to send to you.
4: That's but, a tough one. How yeah. long did that last? That's a tough one.
0: Yeah, it, it's a great contest idea, so I highly recommend everybody go check that out.
4: I'm going to I might have to enter that because I've actually reread relatively recently. Wow, it's a lot of R's. Reread relatively recently a book that also starts with an R that is probably one of my favorite. Uh, hard sci fis
0: excellent. Yeah, I'm. I'm really looking forward to hearing the entries in that contest. So, so we're up to our last caller, our last entry, and this is from somebody you know intimately, Carl. This oh. is Amy Lee Rodriguez of the Genealogist Presents podcast.
4: I'm up to fact checker.
0: Okay, here we go.
6: Hey, Jason, this is Amy calling in for your contest. So, the things I would take with, so I'm assuming. That my Walkman had better earphones because you know I upgraded those. So I would be taking my warrant poison and guns and roses with me. And then as far as games, probably the DD modules, because my brother never finished with the dungeon and trivial pursuit because I would just kick butt with him. Then books, I think I was probably not done reading The Lord of the Rings yet. And I obviously have to take my notes because I can never remember who's an elf, where the sidewalk ends, just because I thought that was a fun book. And I think I started reading 2001 Space Odyssey in the early 80s, probably 84, 85. So I'd probably take that with. And then as far as movies go, I'd have to take Star Wars and E.T., The Indiana Jones, and probably Star Trek because I got a little bit into it at that point in time. But, anyways, I'm gonna put my Aquanet away and my blue eyes
0: shadow and you have a great night. Amy, thank you so much for that entry. I take no responsibility if your husband gives you a hard time. As I turn it over to Carl.
4: <laughs> yeah, so I would say uh unfortunately I think Warrant is the only people that had an album out of before 85. Unless, well, that's not necessarily true. Um, because there are there were demo albums out. For both Poison and I looked it up just to make sure. And Guns N' Roses 84, 85, you know, pre pre-label signing. But hey, they were out there, you know. Hey, if, if Amy's if Amy uh 85 Amy hung out on the strip, she definitely would have heard them, seen them at bands, gotten demo copies of their other stuff. And and then in the next couple of years, they got big. So mm-hmm. she'd be like future, you know, predicting the future of like three big glam bands. Um, and the glam metal movement, right, along right. with like, a you know, Beastie Boys and, and some of the the kind of rock rock rap uh, hybrid which is coming out in the next couple of years in the, the late kind of late 80s. So I think that's pretty cool. I'm shocked she did not mention Casablanca because she said that's her all time favorite movie. But I guess, you know, Star Wars is great. Um, a new entry for Arthur C. Clark uh, in 2001, A Space Odyssey. I You know, no one mentioned Clark at all. Oh no! No, yeah, because I I was Asimov with a Foundation trilogy, but Mm -hmm. but Clark first time for Clark. A Lord of the Rings gotten a lot of run. We'll have many copies of the Lord of the Rings that I'm sure have been annotated, that would be uh, annotated extensively. And I have to ask her. This is curious. I I have to ask her what modules did she never finish? Because I got a lot of AD and D stuff. So you know she's she's mentioning AD and D or or BX because that's what she played with her brother at that time. So so I have to ask what modules she never finished because I guess I have to run them with those for her.
0: Yeah, we, we finish them out. So the so my comments I I think they're great entries by Amy. Thank you to all the contestants. Real quickly, a couple things that nobody mentioned that that I would love to that I would probably try to bring in uh, some Washington Irving as far as books go, mm-hmm. right. I, I love as a kid a special I love the Legend of Sleepy Hollow, you know. But but you you take like Rip Van Winkle the sketchbook that has Rip Van Winkle Legend of Sleepy Hollow all that you know. Mm-hmm. So I I I think I would definitely want that. Um, other books, what do, what do I have here? I, I well that's fine. Let's um, as far as like TV stuff talking about TV series, you know we talked a little about westerns and all. But I, I would add the Sweeney in there because I love the mm-hmm. Sweeney. Now that's a British cop show from the seventies. What it is. But with, with the slang and everything else, and mm-hmm. you know, just great, great show. Uh, we, we don't really get any of the Shaw Brothers movies in here, but something like Five Elements Ninja or or any of the classic Shaw Brothers movies, or you know, hopping over to Japan, things like Kurosawa, you, you right. know Seven Samurai, something like that would be great t- to have. Um, what else? So other movies though for me, because I'm a weirdo and I like Jalo, Jalo and Jali and stuff. I So my favorite of those is the Case of the Bloody Iris. I would definitely want that. Uh, you know, I would probably want like Revenge of the Ninja, something like that in there. Games that we haven't talked. Oh, for music, we haven't talked about. Uh, Deep Purple Machine Head would definitely be there for mm-hmm. me. Um, I would also be interested in having at least some Sinatra, Dean Martin, something like that in there as far as other games though role playing games marvel superheroes has been mentioned but i i would take that personally over champions and marvel superheroes when you look at it would double as a generic system you could do pretty much any genre with marvel superheroes mm-hmm. the only thing you have to do is adjust so you have the scale cuz you know you got the big chart the universal chart and you just adjust it so instead of going from feeble being ant-made to you know, the top of the chart being Thor and Galactus, you 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 just scale the chart. So the top mm-hmm. of the charts peak human or just slightly superhuman. And and so you have a lot of flexibility with that. So I would take Marvel Superheroes. Uh the other two, there's two board games I would take though. Oh, Palladium Fan. I don't remember. I think somebody might have mentioned Palladium Fantasy. No, I don't, I
4: don't think I ever mentioned Palladium. Yeah,
0: I would I would try to cheat, and as part of my books, bring Palladium Fantasy and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, because they're they're books, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're not boxed games. I I would try <laughs> to cheat and do that. Um,
4: we could take this a comic books too, right? Yeah, maybe. There's definitely some compilations by then of of the teenage mutant ninja turtles.
0: Uh yeah, it was pretty early on. This is so this is book. I don't remember. This might be just when the cartoon came out. The role playing game came out in eighty five, and that was pre cartoon.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: In fact, the cartoon, oh, the, com- was the comic the books, right? game. Yeah, the um. But the two board games that I would take that, that hadn't been mentioned here are Axis and Allies and Battletech. Mm. Those were yeah, huge. And yeah. even, you know, 85, Jason, really played the heck out of those. So, But great entries by everybody now. We're, we're, what we're going to do is we're going to pick, we're randomly pick some winners. And the interesting thing here, and Carl doesn't know I'm going to do this, what what I'm gonna do is we're gonna pick five winners, Carl, because wow. I have the the winners for this get some things that are donated by Vic Dorso over at DaveCon. Five sets of gifts here. And these gifts contain we have uh one of those folding dice trays where where it you know it goes flat mm-hmm. and you can snap it together the really nice dice tray. We have a die, a six-sided die. That is Dave Kahn, a little DC there for the the six. And we have a coin here. And the coin or token, you you know, you can flip it for yes, no. It also has up, down, left, right, one, two. So you can do a bunch of different things with this coin, right? And so that is very, but he donated five of the set of gifts here. So I will send anywhere in the world the winners are. I, I will send one of these sets to each of the winners. We need to roll. Do you have your 11-sided die handy, Carl? Uh,
4: no, I do not. What? 11, huh? You a
0: 12 11. means you
4: roll a 12 and you keep it. I don't have a D. I have D12 somewhere around here. Am I rolling What are you rolling?
0: Well, you. So, what you, what we, what we do to get eleven sided dice? You roll two d six minus one, right?
4: We can do that. Yes.
0: Yes. So, do do I let you roll or do I? Well, I, we're gonna roll in the Audio Dungeon Discord, and and there's a there's a section on the can't talk Audio Dungeon Discord, where you can roll. It's called the bot bot commands. Okay. So I will roll on there. And, and that way the computer will handle the rolls, right? If Hopefully I can get,
4: what happens if you get doubles?
0: Well, then we'll reroll. So let's see if this works. It does. So, unfortunately, I put 2, 2D12 for the first one. So we're going to redo that. Right. <laughs> because that was not correct. Um, okay. So we're going to roll. Two D six. Here we go. Okay, we're in the bot commands. Uh Carl, you happen to be sadly your your number eleven because you gave the last entry. By the way, even though uh, you I, gave it first, uh, even,
4: I recuse. I recuse myself.
0: I don't. Okay. Want to oh enter. well, if you recuse yourself, then it's just then you can roll, and it's just a D ten.
4: Oh, it's a D ten.
0: Cool, yeah. Cool. So so we're, we're well. You know what? Let, let's do this. I, we'll still do the audio dungeon Discord. Yep. And I'm just gonna roll D ten. And then what I'll do is I'll I'll lower the die each time we roll.
4: Oh yeah, G10, nine, eight, yeah, seven, six, five. Yeah.
0: Okay, so here we go. And and this is happening at 1256 on the 5th of July. If people want to go look and see what these rolls are. So the mm-hmm. first roll was a three, and number three is Daniel, Bandits Keep. So Daniel, cool. I will reach out to you, to get your address. The second roll. Is a D9 is six. So let's see who that's gonna be. One, two, three. You have to skip four, Daniel. Five, six. Yep, I did. This is Peter. Peter Spezbaby. I will reach out to you. Our next one. Whoops. I gotta put the slash in front of roll. The eight. Yeah, this is a d eight. And this is a two. So this is Sam. Sam, I will reach out to you and you can let me know what I'm and like I say, I'm happy to send this to Australia there. Okay, now we're in D7, right? Yep. Okay. Okay, six. So let's see what we get. We get um let me mark these real quick so I can skip them easier. Okay, so we got
2: one, two. Three, four,
0: five, six. This is Decahedron Joe. Joe of Decahedron RPG podcast. I'll be sending this to you. And now we're down to a D six. Our D six. Five. So I believe this is gonna be Amy. But let me make sure. One,
5: two, three, four.
0: Oh no. This is um. If I can alright it's Joe from Hindsightless one.
4: Yep. Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah. 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 This is Joe from Hindsightless. So I will send this out to you, Joe. Cool, cool. And, and our last one.
4: That no, was it.
0: Oh, that's it. Okay. That's yeah, all I that's have. Five. Yeah. 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 There we go.
4: That's five. Daniel, Peter, Sam, Decahedron, Joe, and Joe Richter.
0: Oh, there we go. Yep. you're right. Okay. Great. So thank you. I will reach out to all those folks and let them know and get these mailed out to them. All right. Carl, I want to thank you so much for joining me for this very long award show.
4: Yeah, epic award show.
0: Epic you award have,
4: show. You have to do part 1 and part 2, I don't know.
0: No, I I'll just put it all out there. Um okay. I I have got a little bit of editing I have to do anyway.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah. It, it'll shorten it, you know, by a couple minutes. But <laughs> it, anyhow that that's all we have for you today, folks. I'll be back the regular episode here soon but until then go check out the shows of the different contestants check out carl's show the geomologist presents he has some great content out there and be excellent to each other
6: it's hard to believe that you haven't had sex for 200 years
2: 204 if you count my marriage
9: Or a joke by your spouse, but the operator's screaming it's coming from inside the house. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the
0: box? What's in the
7: box? In the box? Well, the audience is pretty sure he took a pretty head, and the only
0: question left is if I could see him dead. Bring on the gold.
9: There is a dustbin in your by the tipper, and I'm assuming that's your partner back there in the woods, chipper. Don't look away, don't look away, don't look away, don't look away. Well, the zombies are arising and the world has gone to hell. We're living for the dying and we're dying for the train
7: red.
0: Yeah, we can restart that. And Let's I'll restart start that on. one. I'll
4: write it. Yeah, I'll restart. Because Amy interrupted me too. Darn you, Amy.
0: I'm kidding.